I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. What's up, man? Dude, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> season two. Written by season two. All the haters that said we never make it past season one. Where Look you at now? now. Yeah, season two. <laughs> we're season two, episode one, baby. Hey, we've got a lot of changes this season. Yeah, guys. We were teasing. We were saying that we had big plans for season two. And, and we weren't lying. We weren't lying this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we looked at season one. Uh, we learned from our mistakes. We learned a lot. And this season is going to be a ton more fun. We're going to be changing up a lot of stuff. The first thing, every week, we're going to be rotating the show that we do. Yeah, so we're still going to be doing the drawing from the bowl, making a short film. Yes. We love that format. We're still going to do it. We just felt like it got a little repetitive. And yeah. we wanted to switch it up. And we wanted to explore like other aspects of what it means to be a screenwriter. So we have a whole new second format that we're going to do every other week. This week is, of course, from the bowl, the format that we're all used to. But next week will be a new show that we do called Rival Pitches. Yes, we're going to come in with a prompt, whether it's a, a Batman movie, yeah. a World War II movie, a movie about the, the Beanie Baby Bubble or whatever. <laughs> and we're each going to try to come up with our own take. Yeah. And then at the end, we're going to boil it down to a one minute elevator pitch and we're going to let y'all decide which one you like the most. And then next week, of course, we would return with the From the Bowl show that you guys are used to. We have a lot of awesome guests lined up for this season. Don't ask me their names, <laughs> <laughs> but we got We're them coming. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we think we think it'd be fun to like add a little little element of competition to the show, yeah. and also allow us to like delve into the world of features a little. And also, at the end of the season, the person that has won the most rival pitches will get a a, a cool prize, and we don't know what it is yet. But at the end of the season, the winner's going to get like a cool thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is not just your normal podcast show. This is a competition. Your two hosts are going head to head for who has a better feature idea. And yeah, we're going to we're going to try to explore what what pitching an idea is like, both long form and just in a one minute elevator pitch style. Yes. And you guys get to decide at the end of each episode which one you like the best. Yeah. So to really participate this season, make sure you're following us on Instagram at written by podcast. Like we have recorded a ton of the episodes already for this season. And I think there's some of our best episodes ever. Yeah. If y'all are new here, we got a lot of new listeners every week from the bowl or every other week. Every other week from the bowl. That's not a rival <laughs> pitch from the bowl. We got a bowl full of topics. We're going to draw from it. Whatever the topic is, we have an hour to write a short film about that topic. That's yeah. what we're about to get into. Let's do it. You ready? Episode one, season two. From the bowl, baby. The 
been snowing here, so we didn't get to record on Tuesday. This is yeah. a Thursday for y'all that are interested in that. <laughs> we were going to record yesterday, but I was screaming. Oh, yeah. What was up with that? You said you're, <laughs> you you lost your voice. I was like, yeah, how did you still, lose your voice? I still kind of said, I was out in the snow because uh-huh. I'm 22, but I go hard. <laughs> I go hard, bro. I was sledding, playing in the snow with my brother. <laughs> Yeah, so I lost my voice. I'm still kind of, it's kind of gone a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, All let's right. get into this. I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to be a bit rusty or if we're just going like, to jump right back into I it. I think we're going to be very rusty because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I no thoughts are in my head right now. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I have zero thoughts in my brain. Okay. So we, we drew Shakespeare. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought about this the other day, actually. Yeah, oh, I said, really? how cool would it be? Because Macbeth is out right now. Yes. The Denzel one. Yes. I watched I've, it. You have? Yeah. It wasn't really good. I've heard it's, it's really good. good. It's good. Yeah. I need to watch it. I went to the movies the other day and saw Scream. Oh, nice. Super great movie, by the way. Okay. But yeah, so I need to see Macbeth. I was thinking, I was like, what if... Because the big thing right now is like cinematic universes. Uh-huh. What if someone created a Shakespeare cinematic <laughs> Shakespeare universe? Cin- you know, you have Romeo yeah. and Juliet, Macbeth, Taming of the Shrew, Midsummer's Night Dream, Ten Hamlet, Things I Hate About You. Ten Things I Hate About You. Wait, no, that's Taming <laughs> of the Shrew. You got me. Uh, Hamlet, you know, you have Julius Caesar. You have all of these iconic Shakespeare plays, and they're they're very famously done in theater. All mm-hmm. the time, especially the Shakespeare Company, and um, what if someone made like them interconnect? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> the problem with Shakespeare, though, is there's so much work, and a lot of it I haven't read. Yeah. Or seen. <laughs> I uh, I just got to a point where I got really like, I hated that every year in school. Like we had to read Shakespeare because yeah. I was like, there's so many authors in the world, and yet. I've always every had, year, like half of the semester is just spent on one the same person over dude. and over again. Yeah, I always was fascinated by Shakespeare there because there's so many like theories and weird things. Uh, maybe that's what we write about. Maybe yeah. we write about some of the weird things about Shakespeare. Like my favorite thing about Shakespeare is the idea that he never existed and that he was like a group of people. It was a group like, of people, yeah. and it was like a pen name that they use. And then there was people that said uh, Shakespeare took the credit. Of his like sister, his sister was the writer, mm-hmm. but because that wasn't allowed, he was just like the face. But another really interesting thing about Shakespeare that I find interesting is how many words he created. Yeah, there was one day I sat there and I just like read all of the words that Shakespeare invented, and I was like, "This dude, why is nobody doing that anymore?" I yeah, I have the same thought because my uh, I have a little sister who. When she was a kid, she would constantly, like, make up her own words. Like, yeah. Like a tire swing, she would call a hang wheel. Dude, that's genius. A globe was a was a twist map. A twist map. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the stuff that Shakespeare would have written, and it would become popular. Yeah, and, like, how come Shakespeare gets to do that, and it gets in the dictionary, so but that's my what... sister does it, it just... Yeah, fizzles away. it's all about notoriety, n- 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 not not a notoriety. Notoriety. Thank you. I'm a writer. Uh, <laughs> it's all about notoriety, you know. So my thing is, one day when we write something that actually, you know, is bought by a studio or something, it goes out in the world. We need to create a word. Yeah. We need to invent our own. Fill it with words that mean nothing. Okay, so 
think of like a short i mean do we want it to be like about shakespeare like he's the main character when i'm pretty sure i'm the one that wrote it in the bowl and when i put it in i thought it would be more like i thought it would be fun to do like a modern retelling kind of like 10 things i hate about you or whatever I think we should not do that. Yeah, because that, that lends itself hard. more to a feature than, <laughs> that than a short. Hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's fun to maybe write about something around Shakespeare. Like, here's a list of words Shakespeare invented. I know this is still going off the rails, but I find this fascinating. Okay, he wrote as many as seventeen hundred words. Like, invented accommodation, aerial, amazement, apostrophe. He invented, before that, they had to call it like the comma to the top. <laughs> yeah, the top comma. The top comma. Assassination. Yo, Abe Lincoln owes this man's whole career. <laughs> this this lets us up to that meme where it's like assassination was invented in like 1586 or something. <laughs> People in 1585, <laughs> yeah, they before. get killed. <laughs> uh, bloody. He invented the word bloody. Bloody. Huh. Uh, control as a noun. Courtship, critic, critically, dexterous, disheartened, dislocate, dwindle, eventful, exposure, fitful, frugal, generous, gloomy, gnarled, hurry. It, all of these words. And a big thing that he would do to like invent words was that he wasn't necessarily like creating them out of the blue, but he would take like an adjective and make it a noun or a verb. And, and that's what he would do. And it's like, man, that's the kind of thing you can only do when you're early in the game. So is there something we could do with that where it's like this is about our dude Shakespeare like inventing words and people are like, I don't know. Like, okay, what if there was a modern day Shakespeare, you know, like there's a okay. there's a guy right now who's writing things <laughs> that will one day be revered, like I guess like a Stephen King. What if there's a dude that's just like convinced that he is William Shakespeare Okay. But he like he lives in 2022. But he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's Shakespeare. It's cold in here. Uh he thinks it's Shakespeare. He's Shakespeare. And so what shenanigans ensue when you think that you're Shakespeare? Or does he think is it like a a yes a yesterday situation where it's like huh. he thinks he wrote all of Shakespeare's works or is he just think he's like the second coming and he or like what are the rules of the universe? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it could even be like some sort of thing where it's like the short starts out and we think we're in like old times and he's like in like an old looking room writing. And then it's revealed at the end that he's just crazy because like somebody dressed in modern clothes walks in. Oh, that would be fun. Or it could be it could almost be like a Birdman situation <laughs> where a dude is playing Shakespeare in a play and then becomes convinced that, that like he, he is, is Shakespeare or like. <laughs> The real Shakespeare is following him around. Like old Shakespeare's spirit is like looming over him and be like, you are portraying me good enough. Just like, oh. The idea of a ghost Shakespeare is cool. All right. Here's an idea. We can go with what you said, but this popped in my head. Okay. What if there's a guy, he's a, he's a writer and you know, he, he, his career's not going anywhere. Yeah. And so he writes, uh, just for kind of fun, but also because, you know, he's not getting any work. And so he's just like, what if I just write like a Shakespeare play? So he writes this Shakespeare play and uh, he posts it online. And it's one of the and he's, it's a kind of a prank where he's like I, this, the lost work. It's a lost Shakespeare uh, play. Yeah. 
and everyone believes it and they think he's serious and then so now next thing you know he's having to tell everybody how he came across this uh-huh. Shakespeare's lost play and it really he wrote it and so it gets to the point where he's in too deep and he he either has to like tell everyone he was lying and admit yeah. like I wrote this but other than that like no one thinks he's a good writer it's like a frustrating thing yeah. like this is the most brilliant of Shakespeare's works <laughs> and he's like I wrote it but then he can't tell people he yeah. wrote it <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could do what if there's like a kid or there's even like not a kid like a like a writer like you were saying like yeah. a writer who has a book that's like due in the morning he said terrible writer's block he can't think of anything he somehow through some sort of magic has this wish and he's like i wish william shakespeare were here to help me oh. william shakespeare comes but it's just the dude Shakespeare. It's not the group of people that actually wrote oh, everything. Okay. okay. And so he just like, he can't help him at all with the story because he didn't actually write any of his plays. <laughs> and he's just sitting there like making up words that are like of no help. Yeah. Like he'd see the soda can. And it's like, wow, a, a cup made of metal. We'll call it the metal cup. And he's like, no, that doesn't help me with my, my script. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, it's called anti-Stratfordians, and okay. that's a collective term for people who believe that alternative authorship theories. They believe okay. that Shakespeare of Stratford was a front to shield the identity of the real author or authors who, for some reason, usually social rank, state security, or gender, did not want or could not accept public credit. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, we could that could be the name of it, anti-Stratfordian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like that idea. Okay. I like Ghost Shakespeare, <laughs> but like, how do we do a whole, is the whole short him trying to write and Shakespeare just not being any help? I think that would be like the middle of it, like the comedy. Yeah. We just, we would just need like a punchy ending. Yeah. Where, where does that go? So we have, we have the ghost of <laughs> Shakespeare shows up and he's like, thank God you're here. I need to finish this play by the tonight. And he's just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not an author. Oh, wait. You know what would happen? Not a playwright. <laughs> is he ends up, he pushes through and he has to write his own story that's completely his own with no help from Shakespeare. Oh, so he has to learn. Yeah, but then he turns it in and like Shakespeare had helped him like with a few words or something. He turns it in and they think it's a Shakespeare manuscript and it's not his. I do like the idea of, of people thinking it's like a lost Shakespearean Oh, okay, okay. So he realizes Shakespeare isn't any help, so he just has to write this thing on his own. He goes to sleep. When he wakes up, Shakespeare Ghost is like, Oh, I made a few changes. I made the language <laughs> much more my style just for you. He's like, oh, I wish you hadn't done that. I just sent it off. <laughs> and then the people that read it, they're reading his story, but in like Shakespeare talk, and they're like, You didn't write this. Yeah. He's like, but I did. Oh, and he gets a zero for plagiarism. <laughs> You know, I one time I got uh, a zero on a paper at North Greenville. Yeah, I can say the name now, baby. I'm graduated. Yeah. What you gonna do? <laughs> Take it back? You want, you want my you want my money, dog? I got a zero on a paper for plagiarism because I plagiarized myself. <laughs> Yourself? I'm not wow. joking, dude. I wrote a paper. In this paper, I was talking about Bigfoot. I don't remember why, but it was about Bigfoot for some reason. And I used an introduction that I had written previously for a different English class because I had also written about Bigfoot in that class. So I used the same introduction because it was a good introduction to get into the topic. 
and I got a zero for plagiarizing myself. <laughs> and I got called into her office and she was like, you plagiarized. It popped up on my thing. I said, no, you don't understand. Like, that's me. She's like, yeah, you plagiarized yourself. And I was like, I gave myself permission. <laughs> and she was like, I'm sorry. It's a zero. Oh, I hated man. her. Dang. I hope, I hope she falls. Yeah, season two, <laughs> Chase. He's naming Dave's. Oh, He's yeah. Dishing dude. out all the. Beef. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Unemployed and controversial, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I like the idea of Ghost Shakespeare. Okay. I like the idea of everybody thinking he plagiarized it. Yeah. Even though Ghost Shakespeare was no help, <laughs> he still ended up making things worse. Yeah. Which is really funny. <laughs> I almost like the idea of having an author who everybody reveres as the next, like he's like, he's a modern day Shakespeare. Okay. And the reason he's a modern day Shakespeare is because he has the ghost of Shakespeare helping him write. Okay. So, so in that case, he'd probably be a playwright. Oh, what if the people, the collective, we'll call them a, like a secret society, the, the Shakespearean secret society. Uh. The ones that wrote those works and then put the the name Shakespeare on it. Yeah. What if they're immortal? <laughs> and they are they're coming out of the woodworks. They think it's been long enough. They can start putting out some more Shakespeare stuff, but they need a new face of Shakespeare. And then they find this idiot, Russell Brand type, <laughs> okay. to be their new Shakespeare. And we do like a modern retelling of what could have possibly happened back then. Okay, so there's like a secret Illuminati playwright council. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to pick the next Shakespeare. And it's just some like clueless person. Or it doesn't even have to be like they're immortal. It's the same council. So have you ever read the um, the Hardy Boys? A little bit. So the all those Hardy Boy books are written under the name Franklin W. Dixon. They were actually written by a, a society, like a group. Yeah. And so it was a bunch of, and they just used the pen name to make it seem like it was uh, by the Strattenmeyer Syndicate was the name of the group. The books themselves were written by several ghostwriters under the collective pseudonym Franklin W. Dixon. So that's kind of a similar thing of what we're talking about. I'm not sure if I totally get it, because if, if they're immortal and it's, like if they're picking the next, I don't know, how, how does that work if like Shakespeare the name we know is dead and hasn't like put anything out for, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe it's not Shakespeare. Maybe it's like, maybe they're claiming he's the great, great, great grandson of Shakespeare. And he's just as great as his, you know, ancestor. But really it's the same group of the same secret society. I don't know. How does, how does that fit in a short? I don't know. I'm yeah. just spitballing over <laughs> okay. here, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe let's go back to the ghost of Shakespeare thing, because I think we were a little bit more on track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I see more of a structure. In yeah. Like, I have this thing due tomorrow. I don't know what to do. I wish Shakespeare was here. Well. You see, like, every single play on his shelf. He's a fan. Yeah. And then he uses a Ouija board to summon the ghost of Shakespeare, <laughs> and he doesn't know. He's like, oh no, mate, I'm not a, I'm not a playwright. Yeah, I'm just an actor. I was just an actor, mate. You know. Yeah, man, I had, a, I had a really great gig. You know, all these yeah. people wrote these amazing works, and we're like, we want to put it out under your name. And, and he's so, like, but yeah. I don't write. And he's like, no, yeah. I've written it for you. And it's like, 
Yeah, no, yeah, I don't have to write. I just go to the parties. Yeah, I, I get all the fame, all the fortune. I do. I consider myself a a word inventor. I'm great at inventing oh, words. Oh, a wordsmith, really? Yes, I'm a wordsmith. I, they did all the writing, but then they would come to me and they would say, you know, uh, the bard. <laughs> they were like, "You got any words for us?" And I would just be like, "Yeah, yeah, I got um." Scoodly do. <laughs> oh, what if Dr. Seuss was the reincarnated Shakespeare? <laughs> hey, you guys listening? These ideas that we're not using, they're mine. Don't use them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use them for something. <laughs> Nobody but take my Shakespeare's Dr. Seuss connection. So it's like, well, well, go Shakespeare. First of all, that's very disappointing to hear. But second of all, I need help. Yeah. Like right now, <laughs> you got to help me regardless, man. He's like, okay, well, what are you writing about? Well, how about you do the plot and the characters and all that? And I'll and just I'll... come up with some new words. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's, that's all we used to do back in the day. At the, at the what was it called? The Globe Theater? Yeah, the, the Globe. Globe Theater. <laughs> that's what they would do. We'd gather around the pit. Okay, I like this. So maybe we need to tell a little bit of the beginning. before The climax is Shakespeare's ghost arrives, right? Is that the climax? I think so. Because if you start with Shakespeare's ghost arriving, the middle is the guy writing. How do we do that interesting? You know what I mean? I mean, I thought the middle would be like, well, I don't, I mean, that that's where I see like the conflict where it's like he needs to write a thing, but now he has to write like against the odds of this useless person being around. <laughs> yeah, but how do we make that interesting? Like, how do we make someone just sitting there writing interesting? Yeah. Okay. Well, they could uh, they could act out their play together. We could do the like he's a playwright, and so okay. they're just like standing Ooh, up, like acting what if, the scene out. <laughs> what if Shakespeare, all of Shakespeare's suggestions are just old Shakespeare plays? Yeah. So like he pitches Romeo and Juliet, and he's like, "That's Romeo and Juliet," and he goes, "Oh, I thought it seemed familiar." <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about this? Okay, so there's this king, and he's going crazy, and he's seeing ghosts, and he's like, "That's just Macbeth," and he's uh -huh. like, "Oh, you're right. Yeah, I, I did do that one." I remember that. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. Uh, what about pirates? And there's a girl who's very tough. And she, he's like taming of the shrew. He's like, oh, okay. Oh. What about uh, someone gets turned into a donkey head? <laughs> yeah. So I think like the whole like the whole character arc for our main guy is maybe like he he's this aspiring playwright and he really wants to be the next Shakespeare really bad and like what he has to like learn over the course of this is he shouldn't be trying to, like, emulate his hero, but he yeah. should be trying to, like, forge his, his own, own voice. Path, yeah, man. Yeah, brother. I like that. Yeah, I do like the idea of, like, opening up and you see him in his room. He's got the bookshelf filled with yeah. Shakespeare's works and he's and his computer is like, got a sticker of, like, Shakespeare. Yep. And it's a <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those posters where it's, like, Shakespeare and sunglasses or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a Shakespeare bobblehead. He's like, <laughs> the bard of a bullhead. Okay, yeah. So we know the stakes. Mm -hmm. He has a, is it a play that he has due in the morning for his playwriting class? I think let's do, he's, he's like one of these grad students at a fancy theater college where like okay. these are the people that like their shows like could make off Broadway or something. Okay, like a tick, tick, boom. Yeah, sort of. of yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I feel bad. That you feel, feel bad. bad about me feeling bad about you feeling bad 
<laughs> that song goes in, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's at like this really nice theater school. It's a playwriting class. It's due in the morning. He hasn't even started. He's got to write a whole play tonight. Yeah. And he, he does something where it's just like, I wish Shakespeare was here. I wish Shakespeare was here. Maybe it's like a Beetlejuice situation where like Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. No, no, no. What it what happens is you see his computer screen and there's just like the on the word processor. <laughs> he hasn't touched it and the screen goes black. He says that in his reflection on the dark laptop screen. And then Oh, that is a cool <laughs> shot. Like you see, like he sees Shakespeare's yeah. image behind him. He's like, what? What? <laughs> and it's Shakespeare's he's, ghost. He's like, "What? Where am I? Whoa! Wow! You have all of my plays. <laughs> Man, we need Russell Brand to play Shakespeare. Totally, yeah. Whoa! And he needs to like <laughs> do no research for like any sort of like time period appropriate oh, yeah, accent no. or anything. It's just like it's him. just <laughs> Russell Brand. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm really excited to see him in Death on the Nile. That comes out soon. Yeah excited to see how uh-huh. that goes yep i'm gonna be at the theater watching it i'll be like i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a t-shirt that says i heart cannibals <laughs> <laughs> all right um okay okay so yeah we're doing good we're doing all right we're, <laughs> it's okay um so i think like shakespeare just pitches a few ideas that are just his old play, shakespeare yeah, plays yeah and then he just pitches some random words that are like no that doesn't make any sense I think somewhere along the line, Shakespeare's like, he's looking around and he sees like all of his plays. He sees his poster and he's like, wow, you're a big fan of my stuff. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame you didn't write any of it, (laughs) you phony. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, I didn't ask for this gig. Yeah. I was drunk. He's like, well, if you ask me, you know, it looks like you're just trying to write one of my plays and that's pretty impossible because i didn't even write my plays so why don't you just try to write your own thing <laughs> and he's like hey it's a good idea and then we just see like a montage of him yeah. and the music in the background is that song from tick tick boom i feel bad that mm-hmm. song that i was singing and mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no the dialogue's like man you're useless you didn't even write any of your plays and shakespeare's like well then how why are you trying to write my plays yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, it took a group of the most intelligent scholars of my time to write a Shakespeare's play. Yes. And you think you can do it in a night? He's like, well, I thought I had Shakespeare here to help me. (laughs) Life isn't always what it seems, mate. (laughs) Yes. Just. (laughs) Johnny Depp could also probably play Shakespeare. Yeah. Just, just write in your own voice and make it true. That's all. That's all they wanted. He's like, yeah. All right, and you just see the montage of him, and it's like super late at night, typing, typing, typing. Go Shakespeare is like asleep or something. He hits like the last button. He falls asleep, wakes up the next morning. Shakespeare's like, "Yo, I read your play. It was really great. I uh, I made some changes just to like you know make it more like my voice. It didn't change any plot. Just like you know the dialogue stuff." And he's like, he's like, yeah. oh, "Okay, cool." And, and then, it's like it's like the final line in his play is "et tu brute?" Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's, "That's from Caesar." Oh, I knew it sounded familiar when I wrote it. Should we do? Oh yeah. wait, no, no, no. To make it even better, he's like, "Hey, I liked it a lot. I actually I made some changes. I don't know how to use a computer, so I just wrote it down by hand in my own handwriting." <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how there is like the manuscript, and everybody thinks that. 
It's oh, the law of Shakespeare. It's a law Shakespeare. Yeah, because it's written in his head. So Shakespeare wrote an entire play by. Well, I guess he's a ghost. He can. We can say he has ghost powers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or should Does that we? Work? Should we? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. It, we're playing a little bit with like logic. Yeah. But the Shakespeare's ghost. I really. I think. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> at that point, you have to forgive us. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There would be someone's like, how did he, how did the ghost of Shakespeare write a play in one night? And it's like, he's the ghost of Shakespeare. Yeah. You're drawing the line at time management. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just like a short thing. Students sometimes do like shorter. That's a one like, act play. How yeah, about that? Yeah. One act. Yeah. Okay. I I wrote one of those one time. It yeah. sucked. <laughs> I perf- like we performed it too. I directed oh, yeah? it. That's when I learned I'm not a director. Oh. Too much responsibility. That's why, yeah. guys, Robert <laughs> is very needed. <laughs> very much needed. <laughs> okay, so dude has his one act due in the morning. He still hasn't done anything. Yeah. He wishes Shakespeare was there. What if What if he's like, he's got a Shakespeare's play like open for inspiration and a single tear drops and lands in a book <laughs> and, then it, it does. and it turns gold and then the Shakespeare's ghost comes flying out of it like a genie in a bottle. Yes. And then the ending, he turns in the play, gets a zero for plagiarism, and then this play is like talked about all over the world as which means once again, Shakespeare is taking credit for someone else's I was, work. Okay. That same thing, but what if we do it like a little more time bending where it's like he wakes up in the morning, Shakespeare ghost is gone, and he's like, I read the play, I enjoyed it, I have to go back to my time now. And so he wakes up in a world where Shakespeare stole that play and published it, like, oh! 600 years ago. And so the theater teacher's like, you just turned in so that famous Shakespeare play that came out 1,000 years ago. And he's like, what? We don't, th- that, was the, that was the missing piece. Yeah. We don't do the ghost of Shakespeare, it's time-traveling Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> yes dude yes and time traveling shakespeare stole this play and brought it back to his time so we see our main character rushing and it can be typed now because we've yeah. gotten rid of that he's rushing into class he hands it in you know he's been running late he's out of breath he's like here you are yeah Whew. there you go i hope you really like it i worked really hard on it all night she takes one look at it or he takes one look at it flips through it and goes very funny where's your real play <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? I worked on this all night. And they're like, this is, the, you know, the name of the play by Shakespeare, you know. Yeah. And, and no, no, no. The dialogue can be more clever than that. She's like, I've read this. Mm-hmm. He goes, you've read it? Yeah. The whole world read it 2,000 years ago yeah. when Shakespeare <laughs> wrote it. And she's like, and he's like, what? And, and then he... He he starts googling it and he sees all the articles it, about yeah, it. It's like it's like the inverse of yesterday, where like yes. he's the only one that forgot this play, and yes. everyone else is like. He googles it. Denzel Washington starring in a movie version directed yes. by a Cohen brother. Yes. He's like, and once again, Shakespeare took credit for some. Of this <laughs> you nailed it, Robert. Man, That's exactly man, it. This is oh, I'm so excited about this now. Now this is something we could do for real. Yeah, for real, for real. Okay, what's a Oh, I want to do this so what's bad. A, what's a Shakespeare sounding title? We need like yeah, a we, convincing. We need to work on the play. All right. Um, okay. Well, all right. First of all, is it a Juliet. Shakespeare wrote comedies and tragedies and then histories? I don't think it's a history. I think it's got to be like there's more like weight to it if it's like a drama like the like the Macbeth and Hamlet. So, so a, a tragedy. Yeah. Shakespeare's tragedy. 
here. Let's see here. Some of the Shakespeare's tragedies. What are some they're 1600s all like, names? They're all kind of like one word. Yeah. Hamlet, Macbeth, Othello, Romeo and Juliet, King Lear, Julius Caesar. That one's kind of a history, though. I'm, I'm looking up some like popular names of that time. Ooh, Francis, Edmund, Humphrey. Humphrey's Hunchback. Is that a bad word? Hunchback? Is that like a... I don't I don't know. <laughs> is that a derogatory term now? <laughs> hunchback. Politically correct. When speaking generally, it is acceptable to refer to it simply as a physical disability, also called humpback. Never refer to a person as a hunchback. Oops. Oops. Well, there goes my career. I'm problematic. I'm, <laughs> he's a problem. <laughs> he called a person a hunchback. All written by... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Humphreys. What it was just like Humphrey the Fifth or something. It's like <laughs> that gives off a bit more of like a a tr- like a history. Oh, okay, okay. As opposed to like a tragedy. I think it has to be like, hold on, Shakespeare, name generator. Oh, why did we think of this? <laughs> <laughs> Shylock Ratcliffe. Shylock Ratcliffe. Yes. <laughs> okay. But what if it was called, like, The Disappearance of Shylock Ratcliffe or something like that? Or, I don't know, what's a Shakespearean... What's a what's a fancy word like Tempest? I don't even know what Tempest means, and I've it read it. It means a violent storm. <laughs> I'm about to say, and I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> what if it. What if it's called um, Jealousy, the Green-Eyed Monster? Because that was a, a phrase that Shakespeare coined in Othello. Or, or Heart of Hearts. Heart of Hearts. Because he coined the term in my heart of hearts in, in Hamlet. See, heart of hearts sounds like a good play name. Yeah. It does sound like a more comedy, but I think it's the best one we got. It could be a tragedy. Heart of hearts. And then it's about like kind of like the breaking of hearts. and Okay. And okay. Maybe, maybe the hook behind heart of hearts is each character, something bad happens to their heart. Yeah. Someone gets stabbed in the heart. Someone has heartbreak. Oh, and with that, we could do that like... Our main character was like, he was like just broken up with or something. And so Shakespeare was like, you need to draw from your own pain. Yeah, you yeah. need to tell your own story. And he's like, well, I did go through this. And that's what sets him off, right? Yeah. The plot. Yeah. The whole hook of Heart of Hearts is each character, one of them had a, their heart broken and it caused them to die. You know, they died of heartbreak. One of them was stabbed in the heart. One of them had a heart attack. Like a bad thing happened to each heart. Yeah. Main character's heart. That's a cool. That's actually a pretty solid. Yeah. One person had heartbreak. One was stabbed. And then one, one had died like a of a heart emotion. attack. Yeah. Is there anything fun. else that can happen to your heart? Uh, oh, and a person was born. A new heart was yeah. inv- a new heart was made. Or their heart was racing. You know. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I think we, I, yeah, I, I think we mostly got it. That yeah. This is a really fun one. Time yeah. traveling Shakespeare <laughs> takes it back to take credit for it. Cause, so I also like, because like after that twist, you're thinking, wait a minute, is that how we wrote all the other plays? You just traveled through time and went to good authors and stole oh, their stuff? Do we, do we, okay, let's nail down how we want the Shakespeare thing to be. The character of Shakespeare. Is he... Like a lot, like the the anti Stratfords, do we think that he's just the actor in the face of a collective of mm-hmm. people that were writing that, or do we want to make it to where it's kind of like uh, from Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. where you know the, the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor would uh, 
he would take credit for other people's work and then erase their memory or whatever? Are we doing a thing where he time travels and okay, steals I think, people's plays? I think what we do is we run with there's a secret society behind Shakespeare, people that can't put plays out, that put it out under his name. That just like, if we know that, that establishes that he's done this sort of thing before, yeah. but we aren't suspecting any time travel thing. I'm thinking it's like, that's what this dude did. But then like, through some sort of magic, would people like cry on a Shakespeare play or something? Like he's just like summoned there for yeah. a few hours. Yes. And then he realized he could take advantage of that. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. Okay, cool. This is a fun concept. This we need is, to, yeah. I know I say this every week. Yeah. <laughs> we need to write this one and do something because it's one location yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Two max. Instead of Shakespeare in love, it's Shakespeare through time or in time or I don't know. Uh, yeah. Time traveling Shakespeare. I'm curious if some someone's done something time traveling Shakespeare, but I'll look into that while you're working on yeah. other stuff okay. later. Um, so do we have everything we need? I think we do. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That was easy. <laughs> This is a fun one. Yeah. I want to play Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. I want to play the Shakespeare character. Time traveling Shakespeare. Uh, I don't even do that great. Well, I can do an okay British accent when I'm really trying, but I, I just, think it's funnier if I yeah, don't. Yeah, I think it's funnier if you just like <laughs> <laughs> pay no mind Outline. What's our what's our playwright's name? Oh, we, we've done it again. Yep. <laughs> New season. Start same it. us. Yep. Um, Chase Spear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, Colin. Colin. Okay, cool. So we open on Colin, a theater student who has a one act play due in the morning. He's sitting in front of his laptop with his word processor open there's just one word the and then blank space everywhere <laughs> this dude is obviously a massive shakespeare fan he's got all of shakespeare's plays on a shelf he's got a poster of shakespeare and sunglasses he has little shakespeare merchandise mugs and t-shirts and stuff everywhere He's trying to write this play, but he can't do it. It's like, man, this one acts due tomorrow. I'll never, I'll never be good at this. Man, he pulls out a Shakespeare play and reads through it. He's like, man, I wish I could write this good. And he cries a single tear and it lands on the Shakespeare play. And then whoosh, there's a big wind and everything. And then William Shakespeare himself appears. He's like, wow, where am I? And Colin's like, whoa. William Shakespeare, you're here in my apartment. And he's like, whoa, it appears I am. It's like, what are you doing here? It's like, well, anytime a playwright sheds a shingle tear on one of my manuscripts, I travel through time to be with them. And he's like, wow, uh, can you can you help me write this play? And he's like, why, yes, I am William Shakespeare, the famous playwright. I will help you write your play. And he's like, okay, you got... You got any ideas? I just need a good idea. I can't think of anything. He's like, yeah, well, maybe you should write about a king that's having visions of the dead. He's like, that that sounds a lot like Macbeth. It's like, well, okay, well, what if what if you write about two people in love, but they're on opposite sides of a war? He's like, that's Romeo and Juliet. He's like, oh, well, okay. What if you write about a merchant? Maybe he's from somewhere like Venice, for example. He's like, no, that's merchant in Venice. 
And Shakespeare's like, oh, I seem to be running short on ideas tonight. He's like, well, why, why can't you come up with any ideas? You're the best playwright in the world. You're William Shakespeare. He's like, well, maybe I should I should let you in on a little secret. You know, I didn't I didn't exactly write all of my plays. It's like you didn't write all your plays. It's like, no, nah. no, nah, I had a really great situation going. I wrote one play and it did all right. But then I had a bunch of other people that couldn't make their own plays, couldn't publish their own plays, and so they wrote these great plays and they just gave them to me. And I was like, well, I didn't write this. And he's like, well, you don't have to write it, just say that you wrote it. And he's like, well, will I get paid for a play I didn't write? And they were like, yes. And I was like, well, deal, I'll just do that. And I became famous. And college just heartbroken. He's like, man, my hero, William Shakespeare, didn't write all his own plays. And Shakespeare's like, no. Now, my main talent is I did invent a lot of new words. How about you just write a play and then I'll invent a bunch of great words for you to put in them. Like just a few off the top of your head. Uh, that metal cup you have, metal cup. <laughs> that, uh, that cord in your ears, we'll call it the ear cord. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't, I don't know what to do. This is gonna be a disaster. My one act plays due tomorrow. Never, never gonna write anything as good as these plays. And then Shakespeare's like, you're obviously a big fan of me, but maybe, maybe instead of trying to write my plays, you should just write your own plays. Because I didn't even write my plays. Just, just tell your truth. We just need to hear your story. What's been going on with you? And he's like, well, my dad had a heart attack recently. That was really scary. And he's like, oh, that sounds rough. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend broke up with me. That was really hard. It's like, wow, that's hard. Sounds like you got a broken heart. Two things with hearts. He's like, oh, wait a minute. And then he has an idea. And we see him writing Heart of Hearts. It's a play about three characters who each have something wrong with their heart. One person has heartbreak. One person has a heart attack. One person is killed because he's stabbed in the heart. He spends all night writing this. And then he falls asleep as it's printing. He wakes up the next morning. There's a note on his desk. It's from William Shakespeare. He says, I have gone back to my time. Glad I could be of a service. I read your play. It was fantastic. And so Colin gets up. He runs into class. He puts the manuscript on the teacher's (laughs) desk. And then he's sitting in class doing some work. The teacher who's like skimming through the plays comes across his, looks at one page. And he's like, haha, really funny. Puts it down on the desk. All right, where's your real play, Colin? He's like, but that, that is my play. Heart of Hearts, really, Colin? It's like, yes, <laughs> I wrote that last night. It's like, very funny. Everyone's read Heart of Hearts. It's one of William Shakespeare's best. He's like, William Shakespeare? No, I wrote that. He's <laughs> like, Colin, are you going to give us a real play or am I going to have to give you a zero for plagiarism? And he's freaking out. He pulls out his laptop, Google's Heart of Hearts, and sure enough, it's listed as a William Shakespeare play, and he's been conned. Yeah. Dude, I really like that. Me too. There's so... I think... I'm I'm gonna say this. I think this is... It feels like we didn't work that hard. Uh I do think this is one of our best, like, when it comes to act, like, a structure. Yeah. It's one of our best stories, I think. I feel good about it. Season two is off to a good start. I do. Because <laughs> another thing that would be, like, infuriating for that character, uh, what was his name, Colin, is 
that's one of that's considered one of Shakespeare's greatest plays. Yes. <laughs> and he wrote it last night. Yeah. <laughs> and now like you have to live your life knowing that one of the greatest plays ever written was written by you and no one knows. No it. one knows. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Man. Uh, when I was looking up names, which I think we should just go with uh, like time traveling Shakespeare or something yeah. simple because yeah. that gets people's attention. And that also captures like kind of the comedic tone of it. I learned about something called the the Shakespeare paradox. Okay. It's also called the bootstrap paradox. But the Shakespeare paradox is if I went to a bookstore and bought Hamlet, traveled back in time before Shakespeare wrote it and said, here you go. He took it and was like, oh, okay. And then published it as his own. Huh. Who wrote Hamlet? Yeah. That's the paradox. And they say that this paradox is what proves that time travel could never happen. So, yeah, wow. I thought maybe we could call it the, the, the Shakespeare paradox or the bootstrap paradox. But then I was like, I think that sounds like a sci-fi horror movie, like Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, time traveling Shakespeare. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like it. <laughs> there you go, guys. And you got a little, uh, little school lesson at the yeah. end. This oh, is a good a lot, story. A lot of knowledge dropped on you this episode. Oh, yeah, dude. And I sang that song from Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. So you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we need to do something with this one because, what is it, two locations? His bedroom and then the classroom? Yeah. And we could use the NGU, uh, the biology is the yeah. only classroom. I mean, not if you're talking about a lot of craft bath on season two. Hey, man. You're all going to hear it. Hey, man, they owe me. <laughs> you know how much money I'm paying them? Yeah. You know how much money you're paying them? Dude, I'm still, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they do. They owe us. us. Yeah. But you know what room I'm talking about in the science building? It's the only yeah. one that kind of looks like an actual like auditorium. Yeah. yeah. We could do it in that class. This is, I, I, I really do think it's one of our best stories. Thank you guys so much for listening. Season two. First episode of From the Bowl. Next week, we will be back with a new episode of Rival Pitches. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram for all the fun stuff we've been posting on there. Take us out, Robert. All right. Oh, oh, wait, no. We got to do the the name thing, right? Yeah. My bad. It's been, it's been a minute. And this has been Time Traveling Shakespeare, written by Robert Therrell and Chase Bridges. Take us out, Robert. Yeah. Shakespeare. <laughs> Stop traveling. <laughs> hey, that was episode one of season two of the Written by Podcast. We're back, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Dude, we, we have kept busy during this hiatus. We have so many cool things planned for season two. Y'all don't want to miss out on. Also, Tune in next week because we're coming at you with our first episode of our new show format, Rival Pitches. Uh, next week is Marvel movies, so we're each pitching our dream MCU movies. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Make sure to tune in next week. Also, written by podcast at gmail.com. Remember that email because that is where you could send your own ideas for story topics that go into the bowl that we draw from every other week. And also, you could send in ideas for our rival pitches as well. Think of any sort of movie you want us to pitch. Like, do you want to hear our pitches for a Batman movie, for a World War II movie, 
for a biopic about an obscure jazz musician, whatever you want, send that into the email as well. And who knows, you might be responsible for the next episode that's written by podcast at gmail.com. Also, are you following the Instagram page at written by pod on Instagram? If not, you're going to want to give that a follow. We have so many cool things planned for the Instagram page this season. A lot of stuff going that way. We're going to be engaging with y'all more this season. And also, when rival pitches come, that's where you're going to want to vote on who you think has the best pitches. So all around, if you aren't following the Instagram page, you're going to want to do that or you're going to mess out on a lot of cool stuff. So at written by pod on Instagram. Also, written by podcast at gmail.com to send us story topics to go into the bowl and also just franchises, movie genres, people, whatever that you want to hear us pitch movies about. All that goes into the email. We're so excited about this upcoming season. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to stay tuned.